Hello and welcome to episode 609 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tubing in Germany. With me, like once again, no Adam for the intro, but don't worry, he's going to show up later. Uh, this one is, this milestone is episode 400. We're back to the even numbers again. And I admit, this one really snuck up on us. We had nothing special planned. Never really thought we'd get to 400, obviously, but. Uh, I think I had just met the wrestler Goldberg at, at one of the races I was at uh, with, with Corolla and the gang. And Adam being a big wrestling fan, I joked that I would invite him on the show, which I could have done. I could have reached out to him, but I really had no intention of doing that. I was just taunting Adam at that point. Uh, this is probably the first, not the first time, we're, we're, but this is the first of the the classic episodes where we're doing the monthly challenge. This was a monthly challenge episode. This aired September the 3rd, 2018, and this is our August monthly challenge. I looked back, and it turns out April of 2017, episode 331, that was the first time we did the monthly challenge. The weekly challenge, we had always issued to each other, but we always wanted people to participate but we recognize that from the time the show aired on Monday morning until the time we recorded the next episode, which would have been, at the time, it could have been anywhere from Wednesday to Thursday night or something like that, wasn't enough time for the listeners to get out, do the challenge, and participate. And so we said, you know what, we'll do a special one every month, we'll issue the challenge, and we will, we will participate, Adam and I will, but really it's about the listeners submitting their challenges and uh, us getting to discuss them and hopefully having all the viewers, uh, all the other viewers go and check out their photos. That That's the plan. And so I got to tell you, I absolutely love the monthly challenge, by the way. I, it's, it's one of my, it's my favorite episode every month. I look forward to it. I look forward to seeing what the listeners have to offer. Um, it's usually very, very enthusiastic. And for some reason... I have no idea why, given how uh, acerbic uh, Adam and I both are, somehow our listener base is wildly positive. Like we don't have, I, I haven't come across in the 11 and a half years, I haven't come across any jerks, anybody who's been mean online to anybody. And uh, I really can't believe it. I'm wondering if that's how the internet actually works or should work. So I can tell you, Adam and I very much appreciate everyone's participation. Challenge photos for this week, uh, this month, no, this, this, this is the monthly one. So it was our weekly one, but it's also for the month. The challenge was blue hour. And so here's Adam shooting his son at baseball. It looks like baseball practice just after the sun's gone down, um, and then one of my favorite ones, this was, I shot this in Tuscany in the ocean. We would, we go camping sometimes uh, down on the, the Tuscan coast. And so this was just, just after that sun dipped down, there was still enough orange glow on my kids. We're out in the, the Mediterranean. It was very, very calm uh, in the evening out for a swim. And I forget which camera this would be. This might be my first. 5D Classic uh, that I took out with the 85 mil, which is what gives you that beautiful image with the, the, the wonderful out-of-focus background. Um, but that, like that calm water, the, the different color tones, I really, really love this photo. Uh, one of my favorites. Now, I, I did get some criticism at the time about the horizon not being straight, and uh, eh, I think I probably did that for art. Or I was just in the ocean and didn't notice. Not the ocean, the sea, and probably didn't notice. But uh, it doesn't bug me as much as, as it should, I suppose. So love that one. And then Adam also submitted another one of his son jumping off the dock uh, up in the interior. He called it the smoky photo because there's, this is during the forest fires. And so it's there's this haze in the air in the, e in the evening. So... That's also a great photo because I, I just love being at the lake. And so I, this really captures that feeling of, of being at the lake and going for an evening swim, which uh, great, great times. And there you go. So please enjoy episode 400. All right. 
Now to podcasting. Now to something interesting. 400. Uh, bad news, Adam. What? No guests uh, this week. Uh, is this 400? This is 400. Oh, no. But I got no, I, I didn't bother getting any, well, I, I did try. I did, uh, someone, someone asked if, if we could get Chris Markhart on the show. Okay, by someone you mean me? Did you, did you mention that? Well, I just thought maybe, you know, he could, he could take my spot for this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, you gotta be careful, Wally Pip. <laughs> That's, <laughs> you don't want that. Um... Wow, two two we the other one will be off the air, but two records in a row. But no, point being, real quick, um, yeah, Goldberg said uh, no dice. Oh no, oh, no. no, just kidding. You you know what? I didn't I didn't ask him. Okay, but no fanfare. Point is, no fanfare, just us. Oh. Maybe we'll do something special for four hundred and yeah, not four. Is it four? No, four sixteen. Sure, four sixteen. We'll do something special. Okay. All right. Well, let's enjoy four hundred. Hello and welcome to episode 400 of the Two Hosers Photo Show. My name is Alan in Tubing in Germany. With me as always is Adam in Vancouver. What's going on, Adam? Uh smoke just cleared. The smoke, oh man, I heard I heard it's been a smoky, smoky summer. Yeah. The air quality was the worst in the universe. Maybe just right. the world. Maybe just on Earth. Yeah. We were actually air quality worse than China for um for about two weeks. Take that, Beijing. Yeah. <laughs> and we're also going to host the Olympics. We, we did. Oh, no. You ag- did. Again, because China's going to host it again. Okay, great. Yeah. That's your yeah. world update. No, it was really, really bad. Should air, we start again? Air, air, <laughs> air quality was awful. Uh, I'm going to you know, say how that leads into photography when we get to the photo challenge, but... Yeah. Um, it just creates basically an, uh, a feeling of overcast everywhere all the time, except for you get a headache, or at least I do. That's what the smoke does to me. You get a headache daily, and uh, I guess it prevents some of those people from maybe exercising vigorously. So a lot of things were canceled, marathons and all of that fun stuff. People people just weren't They outside. canceled marathons? Oh, yeah. They canceled triathlons. They canceled marathons. Whistler, oh, no. this time of year, has all kinds of events. They canceled flights in, in every which direction. Um, what about Tough Mudder? They still toughed it out in Tough Mudder. Yeah, they probably toughed it out. I don't know. I don't know this is the time of year for Tough Mudder, but I know right. a lot, a lot of uh, racing, uh, outdoor racing events were canceled because of uh, air quality. And uh, Okay, so but did you, did you mention why? I forget if... Fires, lots and lots and lots of uh, forest, forest fires. fires. Yeah, we had record low precipitation for the last, I guess, month and a half. And as a result, mm-hmm. and uh, lightning strikes and whatnot, just fire upon fire and fire, fire more fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's like two summers in a row now. Yeah, so now it's kind of getting to be a trend, but it does put a little bit of a damper on, you know, the fun outdoor activities that we have planned for the summer. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our vacation, it did it did affect it. I mean, we still were outside a lot, but yeah, at one one day we were at a friend's place up in Kelowna, and you could literally catch ash from the sky. It was raining ash. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty off putting. I've never seen that. Kind of feels like the end of the world when you're sitting outside catching <laughs> ash. Yeah. Le fin du monde. Yeah. So I didn't what they take say it in France. It does create a funny, weird light too at uh, at sunset, just because. Right. Well, even before sunset, when the the you know five o'clock and the sun is still sort of you know well up overhead, it's a weird kind of just red that's coming through. Like you see this this red circle in the sky, and it's five o'clock in the evening, and it just creates a weird um, sort of pinky soft light, which is interesting. But again, you don't want to see it day after day. No, it'd be kind of funny. If, it'd be nice if it's like one day and you get some cool photos and then move on with your... I, that's one of the things... I mean, obvi- okay, thanks for pointing out the obvious, Alan, but one of my favorite things about summer is that, that sunshine and the, and the bright, crisp blue skies. Yeah, no blue skies. 
that's what I hear. That's what that's what uh, I've talked to other people there who went up to you know Penticton and whatnot, and they said, yeah, it just got smoked in, yeah. which is pretty crazy. I mean, P- Penticton up in that area, that whole up in the interior, that whole area up there, you can expect. I mean, I used to spend summers up there all the time as a kid, and it was amazing. So hopefully this isn't this is not a trend. That's what I'm I'm kind of open for, but. Yeah, so from, from from a positive standpoint, just let me say yeah. that it did clear. So the last couple of days have been clear and blue skies again, and you can breathe again. So um, for the for the tourism BC people, uh, yeah, everybody, please come back. We're we're okay now. <laughs> but if you do, if you do need um, the masks, the breathing, sure, masks, sure, get yeah. them on Amazon. Yeah, click through our site and uh, help us out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Amazon, if if you bought, did you buy masks? No. Did you buy anything? No. I'm going to update people because it, oh, it, it oh, is. Oh, that's, that's yeah. not true. I did buy something. Okay. The greatest thing ever. Ooh. It's called Spike Ball. Have you, have you seen or played Spike Ball? Has it made its way to Europe? Uh, yeah. I see oh, some, my I God. I see the guys at the pool playing it. So fun. So fun. We bought it for our vacation and okay. we played the heck out of it. It is so fun. You'd actually... It's the little mini trampoline that you put in the middle and everybody kind of throws the ball at it. Well, it's two-on-two kind of beach volleyball bump set spike rules. So you play two-on-two and it is fun. Okay. Yeah. And I'll no... take your word for it. Though, though my, my introduction to it is the, the guys who were playing it were seemed a little douchey. So I therefore, I just associated the game with that. Yeah, this would be... I think you would be well-suited for next year's baseball team to have this as a fun exercise at the end of games, like having a set of like everybody makes teams at the beginning of the year. And then just having like a, uh, a little two on two where where you could kind of make mm-hmm. fun of each other. And it is great hand eye and it is mm-hmm. amazingly um, hard work considering you're not moving that far, but it is intense. Yeah. yeah. Let Good. me stop you there. First of all, the German guys do not like being taunted. Okay. All right. Which is which is so odd to me. It's you can cheer for each reason. other. You just cheer. No, for no, you don't. I don't know. I can't do it. I'm still going to taunt them, but they don't like it. Like <laughs> it's, it's the good natured ribbing is uh, not a thing. Like oh. like, they I, it's baffling to me. Like they take it all very personally and and kind of go get upset. So that's tough to do. Okay. All right. Uh, also, we we do have a, a post game sort of setup already. I, I, this sounds good. Like I'm going to try to introduce this. However, we do play, we do usually play a round of fungal golf on the field. Okay. And then follow that up with, uh, the guys love to play beer pong. Okay. I, I am not of that generation. Right. I enjoy the beer pong. I enjoy the beer part of it and the pong part of it. But wow, are they into the rules of beer pong. Okay. So uh, I, think, I think I might try to introduce bounce ball. Spike ball. Spike ball. And we'll see. So, what what is that? What does that kind of thing run you on Amazon? I think in in Canada it's a bit pricey. It's cheaper in the U.S., but in Canada I want to say it was like seventy five bucks, something like that. Oh, that sounds all right for for good times. What do you come yeah, on? Yeah, and it and it uh, like I say, I and everyone else that has played it because we introduced it to a bunch of people over the course of our holidays, different friends that we uh, we were hanging out with up on our vacation. And not a single person did not love the heck out of this game. And pretty much anyone can play. Obviously, wait a know, second, wait a second. What? Your sister-in-law? She played, yeah. Jack played. Jack got actually quite good at it. Plus his hustle. I understand. I understand Jack's going to like it. Hustle. His hustle factor is high. But yeah, I'd say every everybody that tried. We had um, Lisa's, uh, Lisa's, I think Lisa's parents tried it. But they thought it was a little too much moving around. Sure, uh, yeah. And then, I mean, number of couples. We had a couples night spike ball just just this week when we got back home because everyone's like, we're missing spike ball. So, but didn't didn't it get in the way of washers? Oh, there's no wash. This is way more fun than washers. So you retired washers? Uh, I don't think with the crew that we had, um, you you couldn't compare the two. Washers is fine, but washers is a very slow paced, laid back game. This year, yeah, you're, you're getting exercise here. This is this is a sweat. Yeah, no, I understand. That's why I bring it up. Okay. Yeah, better. Could... The seniors would be better suited to washers for sure. Okay. Yeah. Seniors, or in or never mind. We'll talk off the air. Okay. Okay. It's, you know, you don't need people don't need to hear the dirty laundry. Okay. Uh, I I also I also Amazoned yesterday and uh, got a new shotgun mic 
for my DSLR. Okay. The new the the little the little one the uh, Rode makes one called the Video Micro. Okay. Which which fits very nicely on the Canon uh, DSLR, the Mark III, and also fits very well on the X100. And so far, I, I literally, it just showed up yesterday, and the cable, I had to order a separate cable so I could plug it into the X100 because it's got a smaller plug. Gotcha. And uh, I, that literally showed up like an hour ago, so I haven't really put it through its paces, but uh, initial tests, it's pretty awesome mic um and that doesn't solve all my problems I, li- I like to get the mic you know on people on a boom or or on a wireless but for some run and gun stuff i i kind of need an on-camera mic and also sort of to pick pick up a scratch track like if i'm recording uh using like a lav mic uh, i don't have you know i'm not jam syncing time code which means it's difficult to sync however uh, you can sync it up. The The waveforms will line up in whatever program you're using. You can automatically sync it, provided you have a solid scratch track, meaning that uh, a decent on-camera track that you won't use, but you'll just use it for sync, uh, sync purposes later. Gotcha. But it also will do a decent job. It, it'll, it'll do a decent job of catching ambient audio. So... How much are we uh, talking? Well, yeah, how much are we talking? Uh, I think it was 53 euros. Okay, so not bad. Which so, is w- wildly cheap for be, a mic. Probably in Canada, probably be 200 bucks. Uh, no, I think it's a little bit more. I think it's around, I'm going to say $75 or something like oh, that. Oh, that's it? Yeah, 80 bucks maybe. Um, oh. Yeah, it's really, it's really. I, I can't wait to put it through. It comes with the, comes with like, like the uh, I forget what it's called, but the mount that goes on, like the hot shoe mount with mm-hmm. the noise isolating and it comes with a plug that goes into the like a eighth inch to eighth inch but the fuji x100 has a has a even smaller plug whatever that's called however many mils that is and uh so i thought oh man i'm, I'm gonna have to buy an adapter but uh, turns out instead of an adapter i can actually just buy the actual cable itself that's got the eighth inch on one end and then the small one on the other end so it's okay. the exact same cable Right. Now I have two cables instead of messing around with, you know, an extra plug. Gotcha. So I got that, and then I got uh, some something not photo-related, unless I'm in the photos. Um, I bought uh, I bought a dumbbell set. Okay. Just just because I always kind of wanted that around the house, having some dumbbells I can basically kind of stay somewhat in shape over the winter time. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. See how my shoulders look at uh, Christmas time. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just more so I bought them, I bought them just to watch the Amazon guy, the delivery guy show up with them, right? And hurt his back. Maybe, ha- my maybe back. has a dolly. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out on Monday, man. So that's it. That's Amazon. I'll click through our site. Um, so you back into the swing of things? Summer's over. Uh, yep, back in the swing of things. How does it feel, summer being over? Uh, when does it summer officially end? Oh, not for three more weeks. Oh, okay. So it's not over yet. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I've got my head mentally in the right space now, I think. Uh, kids will go back to school next week, so that's good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's funny how that you're excited to see them, and then after like, I don't know, like 12 hours, you're like, wow, is it school yet? <laughs> you guys, no? Yeah. Not we're going, eh? We got, but it, you know, school's also the mark of like a lot of their activities again. So, you know, baseball mm-hmm. finished more than a month ago. Hockey starts when school starts, so so that's good for Jack. Sarah has the summer off from dance, so September marks also the start of dance again. So a lot of it is their activities start up again, which which I think is good. Uh, mm-hmm. They ha- they had a nice break, but again, my kids like to be busy, and so it's good. I don't I don't like them having too much time and sitting around the house saying we're bored. Where are we going? So. So, so this, this is a good thing that school and their activities marks, like we have zero time for anything. And I generally prefer that. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I like a break for a month, which, which we had, but I, I like things being busy. I hear you. Same with, yeah. Same with our kids. Our kids, we, we just got back from Italy, which I'll talk, we'll talk about that this in, in the next episodes, actually. We're going to talk a little bit more about the ph- photography side of the Italy trip and all that. And then your vacation as well. Um, but uh, it was a lot of that little, like my kids were, I'm hungry. You're not hungry. You're just a little bit bored. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because we're at the beach and it's awesome. So 
But here you go. Here's some white bread. Enjoy. <laughs> Speaking of which, man, uh, I'm I'm currently on day three of the detox from Italy, and wow, it's tough. When you are you just drinking some weird kind of like juice or something? No, no, no. I'm just I just stopped. I just stopped eating the things. First, that's why I drank a lot of wine and beer while I was there. Gotcha. Because why not? We were we were camping at the beach, and thus we weren't driving anywhere. And we're in Italy, so guess what they have? Wine, and their beer is okay too. And uh, not nothing to write home about, but I I like beer. Turns out. Sure. And uh, so I had that, and then uh, you know you have some spaghetti and pizza because you're there. Yeah. Which I don't normally eat, and then. Then the uh, the big thing was is you go for the sweets. You go for all the Italian cookies and biscotti and all that. Sure. So now I'm I I just I I'm not on any special detox. I just stopped eating the sweets. Gotcha. But it's no offense to people out there in actual detox. That sounds probably harder, but I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow's another day though. <laughs> right. Okay. Off topic entirely. Just to, I have no way to segue to this. Um, I am, I am so proud of my daughter and her listening. Okay. I, I shouldn't put it that way because she doesn't listen to a thing I say, but her ability to discern things, um, orally, like listening wise. Okay. I, and a little background quickly. I have always been the voice recognition guy, like my whole life. Like you'd, you know, you'd see a commercial come on with a voiceover like for Ford trucks or something like that. And they're like, yeah. oh man, people are like, who is that voice? I always I always knew who that voice was. Okay. Like, well, yeah, of course. That's, you know, Kramer or, or who, whoever it was. Keeper Sutherland. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I would always, always could pick that up very quickly. And so, um, so the other day, a couple nights ago, we're watching, a, my wife and I are watching, the kids are in bed, wife and I are watching a movie. And it's, it's hard to find a movie that, that we can both watch. Nay, it's impossible. It's not possible. Okay. So have you have you heard of this movie? There's a movie on Netflix that everyone was raving about. And I had not heard of it. I heard very little about it. But I was like, oh, well, everyone's raving about it. We'll check it out. Maybe it's for us. Maybe it's not. Turns out it's not, by the way. Okay. Just so you're not confused. But um, it's called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Okay. Okay, so you've never heard of it. Uh, maybe I've passed it on netflix but i yeah, yeah it's not something that's in my stream of consciousness no but it's it's pretty kitschy I, and i thought okay well maybe maybe my wife and i can watch it. it's filmed in vancouver which i always like uh being over here and, and whatnot so we started watching it and sure enough it is not for me at all so i kind of left the room and uh checked out however during this time my 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 daughter who was supposed to be sleep sleeping had snuck downstairs and was kind of standing outside the room just kind of listening for about 60 seconds, just listening. Mm-hmm. And then we saw her and I went to put her to bed and she said, uh, what were you watching? And I said, oh, it's just a, a movie. And she said, oh, I thought you were watching Beezus and Ramona. Okay. About three months earlier, I had tried to watch a movie called Beezus and Ramona with her, a kid's, a kid's movie. Yeah, I think my kids have seen it, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they have. It's a, it's a, the famous books, right? Beverly yeah. Cleary, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we got we got we watched about 20 minutes of that movie and it got too scary for my daughter, which is awesome. Like just she's 7 and just just scared by everything always. <laughs> the point is we didn't watch very much of it. But she said to me, she said, "Oh, I thought you were watching Beezus and Ramona." And I thought, "Well, good for you. The dad in both movies is played by the exact same actor." Oh. So in that very very brief time she heard like one line of dialogue from john corbett and instantly made the connection to a movie she saw 20 minutes of wow that's that's just good voice recognition right there yes does not recognize my voice yeah when i, I tell her to, to do something i i'm not good at that voice recognition thing at all like i always like who is that who is that i think i'm like probably 90 percent of the the people when it comes to that but I have I have the facial recognition part where I can remember placing somebody that I've saw once face on a bus when I see them in a mall a month or two months later. Ooh, that's, that, it, that sounds terrible. It's weird. It's weird. I'm like, yeah, that's the guy I saw wherever. And I'm like, have no never talked to the person on either occasion. Just the face sticks and then I can place it again. 
Did you, did you go up to them? Hey, were you on the bus like three months ago? Yeah, I just need to confirm this for my uh, my journal, my log entry that says <laughs> how many faces I recognize in random places. But yeah, it's kind of weird. Or that is that's yeah, a, that in a you big crowd be for the CIA. Yeah, I don't know. I I've never figured out the application. Maybe that's it. Maybe some sort of uh, yeah uh-huh. under, undercover operation. But yeah, just a weird memory for for the faces. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll team you up with my daughter and you yeah, have a we could be a fighting s- duo. Super team. <laughs> Is that John Corbett? I don't know. I can't hear him. That's <laughs> unclear to me. I guarantee what's going to happen tomorrow, though. You're you're going to bump into John Corbett downtown. <laughs> I mean, they're shooting. If they're shooting in Vancouver, I don't know if they're still shooting. I thought it was a series. It's not a series, but anyway, well, next time you bump into John Corbett, tell All him right. to listen to episode four hundred. He's in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So. There's that. Um, one last or oh, two last quick stories about and this isn't even about the Italy stuff that we'll talk about later. Uh, you heard about the bridge collapse, I'm guessing. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wow. That was kind of crazy. Um, we weren't far. <laughs> wow. Turns out. I mean, we, I don't want to, to to big this up in any way. Like, it wasn't like we were in imminent danger or something like that. Um, we were a couple. When, when that happened, it was we were about two hours away uh, and not exactly going through Geneva. But or Genoa or whatever, however we pronounce it in the in the West, um, we we're actually literally, I'm not even joking, literally five minutes from Clooney's house in Italy. It's he's, he famously has a, a a big mansion on the lake. On your way to. Yeah. Yeah. No, we were on the way to Clooney's house. Right. Yeah. No, he he wasn't he he doesn't he wasn't inviting us. Okay. <laughs> um. Which is kind of a bummer because I found out later it was in the newspaper or something like that that, that I guess the is Prince Harry and, and who and Adam Sandler or somebody were there and I was like oh man bummer we could we could have hung out right but right. no uh, but no the, the where, where but this the point is 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 where where he lives turns out is it's about like it's a good stopover point for us to drive for us to drive from um, tubing in down to where we were going in Tuscany on the coast. It's about, it says a 10-hour drive, uh, but with traffic and other little things, it adds up. It gets, it turns into longer, right? Okay. So a good stopover point is right right when you cross the border from Switzerland into Italy is at a place called Lake Como, and there's a little town that you can stop at and stay the night. We were, we were going to stay there, except we ended up, long story short, we did not stay. We ended up, kept driving, drove all the way through. Um but so when that happened, we, you know, when the bridge collapsed, we were, we were there about a couple hundred kilometers away, but drove down, right, drove down right through by the, by the mountains there. And I ended up, dri- I ended up driving through that storm, the storm that brought that bridge down. We drove through that storm. We were about 60 kilometers away at the, from, from that through, through like through the mountains. But we had not heard about the, the collapse. All I knew was I'm driving through the mountains in Italy and it is stormy as hell. Like the rain is just coming down in in sheets right right and we're up in the mountains and the italians drive like insane lunatics as it is uh that's a fact write it down uh and so i i I, we have the rv and i'm i'm just white knuckling it like this there's there's hydroplaning everywhere there's already been some like a few mudslides and and stuff is given out like crews are there cleaning it up already Mm -hmm. and so now i'm like i'm really nervous and i was like i got like barely see a thing the roads are flooding what do I do? Like, I was like, do I pull over? Like, I pull pull over, uh, pull over at a rest stop and wait this out. But if this gets continues and the roads get worse, then I'm not getting out of here. Or what do you do? What do you you know? Do you just kind of take it easy and kind of glide down the hill, or you know? So I ended up, I ended up we we pressed on, but I white knuckled it for about an hour of just mm. oh no, yeah, just just brutal. And then and then found out we got we you know we got to the campground many hours later and got a bunch of texts from people. Hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. Why? Like we didn't know, yeah. but, uh, but it turns out that, uh, yeah, the bridge collapsed. So that's kind of ungood. Okay. Anyways, um, no fun. So that's it. And then last, maybe I'll save I'll save the other, other story for, cause it's a question. It's a question for you and, and a bit of a rant. So we'll go into that next time. Okay. Uh, before we get into the shoot, anything interesting, one one quick note is Nikon announced their mirrorless camera offerings. Okay. Did you see it? No. 
Apparently, well, I, I, I could care less. I'm not a Nikon guy. I'm not going to be a Nikon guy. No reason other than I started out as a Canon. You sort of continue as a Canon. It's rare, very rare to switch. Nikon's awesome. Canon's awesome. Everybody's awesome. I'm not starting fights. Right. But uh, apparently Canon is getting set to announce their lineup of mirrorless cameras potentially in a week. Oh. Which is very good, which is exciting news for me because it kind of vindicates me for not buying the Mark IV. Okay. If you remember a little while ago, we talked, I was going to buy the Mark IV, and then I didn't, and held off and decided to buy a used Mark III, which will get me then through the next couple of years, you know, while this whole mirrorless thing sorts itself out. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so Canon's new offerings will be amazing. Everybody loves their dual pixel autofocus. They say it's just, it's just, it is just amazing technology. It's great for video, um, which I'm assuming will show up in the mirrorless offerings. And uh, so, yay to me for not diving down that okay. 5D Mark IV rabbit hole. Now, do you think that the lenses will be usable? Yes, they'll be. They, I'm assuming they'll be usable with an adapter, which will be fine. But ultimately, they'll, they'll come out with, you know, lenses that are designed specifically for that system. Mm-hmm. Which would be good. I mean, I mean, you you know, I don't know what that means to to your existing lenses. Like, if you want to sell them, is the price going to plummet? Maybe, probably. Uh, what? How will it, how will it go with the adapter? I mean, so far, people who have the adapter to use their Canon lenses with the the Sony uh, A seven three and whatnot uh, are very happy with them. Mm, okay. Um, but ultimately, I I mean. Part of the mirrorless experience for me is is the compact nature of it. And right, I, right. And so I would kind of like, you know, a couple dedicated lenses for that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I sometimes you, you bite it when, when, when technology changes like this. I mean, people did with their Canon FD lenses, like however long ago, 30 plus years ago when autofocus came in, they, they announced they went from their FD lenses, which, you know, like you used on the old film cameras, they, and they just completely revamped it. Right. And that was that. And you, you couldn't use them and, you know. The world, the world marched on. Right. So looking forward to hearing what they have to offer and uh, knowing that I'm probably not going to have to buy one for at least a year, maybe more, and things will kind of, you know, any any initial growing pains will, will sort themselves out by then. All, what it also, I think, means is that um, for people like myself and maybe a lot of our listeners who you know, might be on the fence about buying any new equipment, especially lenses in the near future, might be just like, a, I just hold off if you don't really, really yeah. need anything and just, just see where things go before you invest uh, in your kit. Yep. Says the guy uh, who's looking to buy, still looking to buy a 24 to 105 for a video shooting. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, you're right. If, if, if I was, if besides that, um, no, I would hold off because if this, if this does happen, I don't know that you'll see a lot of people, a lot of photographers jumping ship right away. Um, and, but once the, once the shift starts to happen, I would expect the prices, the used prices on lenses to come down mm -hmm. on the existing, like the EF mount. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe people will still ask for, you know, the full price, no tax. Yeah, that's that's probably how it'll go. <laughs> could could be, but anyways, it's 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 very exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's you know, I, I imagine the Canon's going to have a basically a full frame 4K version, and and uh, which is kind of exciting, and you know, we'll go from there. Okay. All right. For, in the terms of shoot anything interesting, I'm going to talk about mine in, in a future episode. Okay, me too. Okay, so we can skip over that and get right into the photo challenge already. Sure. This week is the monthly photo challenge for August, and it was Blue Hour. Why did I pick Blue Hour, do you think? I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> Way to engage. Yeah. I, I feel like you chose it because... Uh, we were going on vacation and figuring that, you know, we're going to be out in the evenings outside, especially between camping. Mm -hmm. And I spend time at the lake just thinking, hey, we're going to see a lot of great blue hour. Yep, that's part of it. It is, it is, it is, but it also to me, it, you know, it's the, it's the end of the evening, but it's also kind of the end of the summer. Okay. As well. And that's where we're coming to. End of the summer vacation. And I know we have three more weeks till the solstice. 
But, uh, you know, it, it, it is the symbolic end when the kids go back to school and everyone kind of winds down. The evenings start to get a little cooler, which is kind of, you know, kind of what's happening. You start to see the sunset earlier. Uh, but it's also one of my favorite times to shoot photos. Like, I, I really, really like that. I, I like Magic Hour a lot, but uh, I also like Blue Hour. It, it's such a different, it's such an, a different tone immediately after Magic Hour. It's such a humongous shift in a matter of three minutes. So with that, let's have a look at the, what did you say, seven? Seven, yes, seven submissions this month. Wow. It, yeah, uh, the guy That's who big. We're, we're growing. We're growing, everybody. I'm worried we're going to blow up Instagram. <laughs> um, all, all kidding aside, though, I have seen, now this, I have seen some of our listeners liking the photos of other listeners. Are you following me? Yeah. Meaning that that whole interaction uh, that I talked about, about listeners interacting with each other, is happening. Okay. Which, was, which is kind of the point. So I'm glad to see that. So that's, that's a good takeaway for me. Adam could care less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. I hate everybody. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, good point. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go uh, start off in no particular order, except here it is, DMAC 14609. Is that Jenny? maybe i don't know wow that took a while that one <laughs> yeah i was looking at the picture sorry i, I wasn't thinking about your reference uh for the first All few right, seconds tommy. there yeah tommy two-tone uh yes yeah, so this is this is obviously well i look at this i i think webster park obviously sure i have no idea where that is but uh where like, where is webster lake I, ontario oh really does it say that somewhere in there at the bottom hashtag it took me a while hashtag oh, lake yeah. ontario yeah but on the new york side Okay. I'm guessing that little bit in the front is probably like what's left of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> okay. No? I don't think so. Um, do you like the photo? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I like I'm, it I'm, I'm, I got news for you. They're, I'm going to like, I, I've already looked at them. I'm going to like every single one of these. And not because I'm um, sucking up to get eight entries next month. I find it hard to go wrong at Blue Hour. Okay. Yeah, no, I like Where did I, he go wrong? I, he didn't. I like this. Where where would some people who need to get uh, their own opinions think he went wrong? Um, There's one major major mistake here that I don't think is a mistake. I don't I don't it never it does not bug me. Okay, I don't see the mistake. Well, it's not a mistake. I not I, I'm not labeling it a mistake. I want to be perfectly clear on this. I I I, I do not agree with ninety nine point nine percent of people who talk about it. Is this something to do with the horizon line? Being dead center. Yeah. Does I'd, it bug you? No, it doesn't bug me at all. Yeah. Uh, controversy averted. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been told, oh, you don't put it. And no, I, there, there are times, like, I don't always put it in the middle. Like, it's very rare that I would do that. Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes it shows up there because I don't really care. Uh, in this case, I like it. I like what's going on. I like the fact that he caught that little wave exploding in the front. I like there's a little bit of foreground that goes off in the distance. The clouds are nice. Like I said, really, I, I think what I, is, is, is kind of, say, challenging about liking this is that it probably wasn't, the hardest part of this photo was getting there. For him, I mean. Like just being in the actual spot. Like physically driving or riding your bike there was the hardest part. Like this, th when you shoot at this hour, it's kind of easy to not mess this up. Mm -hmm. And so people don't get enough credit for it being a good image like that. But I like this. Yeah. And the, and the other thing is sometimes your, your camera, especially if you're shooting on auto white balance, um, sometimes will mess with you. It'll, it'll decide to you know, oh, indeed. warm it up to 7,000 and then change the, the, the color tones completely. Yep, and if you're not shooting raw, you're basically SOL, and yeah. so yeah, you want to be you want to be careful of that. I wonder, yeah, did you first of all, DMAC, did you shoot this on on raw or JPEG? Uh, did you shoot it on manual? Uh, and if you did shoot it on JPEG, you obviously shot it on manual white balance, mm -hmm. or or one of the presets, basically. Yeah, 
But I also like that there's still that little tiny hint of, of, of sun in the picture on the horizon. That little flare. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, next up is Link Shoots. And this is, uh, this is Utah again. We get a lot of Utah from Link Shoots. I guess he lives there. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this one? I, I like the photo. I it don't feel as blue about this being blue hour, but again, it that's... changes because now that's the coastal that's the coastal atom. Because you're used to blue hour looking a certain way, mm-hmm. and it it this is this is the sun probably heading down behind the the peak there, mm-hmm. and thus it's different. I noticed the blue hour here in Tubingen, not being at the coast is much different than than it is on the coast. Like my I shot mine in Italy, but I've also shot a lot of blue hour in Vancouver where we get, you know, an amazing amazing effect. Um so it is different here. Now Okay, I'll let you go. You you, you explain what's going on. Well, I don't know. They're looking at mountains? No, no, you explain to me what what you said what why you don't feel it's blue hour. I don't know. It just the the color temperature doesn't seem right for blue hour. It might he he might have warmed it up, or yeah. it, the camera may have warmed it up, like you just said. Yeah, that's what I think's happened. And then the other thing that's just a little bit off to me is it seems like this this is a photo where where the background has been blown out, and then he brought it back in post. Mm, possibly just, just based on the way the clouds and the sky looks like. This is what it looks like to me when you blow that out too much, and then you drag the highlights uh, back down, and you bring the mm-hmm. shadows up. So I feel like. Just something, something in terms of the exposure doesn't seem right, or maybe there was a bunch of smoke there, like there was uh, where where I was vacationing. Could be. So he says it's the last of the day's sunset glow illuminates the sunset peak, while the rising moon lights up the swirling. So the moon is lighting up the clouds. I don't know. So I'm guessing the I I, I had thought originally when I saw this that the sun was in behind the peak, but now maybe it's not. Maybe it's in front. And it's the very last little bit of it, and that's the moon, because he says it's a 20-second exposure. Hmm. Okay. Right. Either way, I'd like to see it a little more blue. Okay, me too. There we go. All right, Christopher Hand. Love it. Love this used to teach. Used to, used to teach history, actually. Did you know that? No. At, uh, at Ridgemont High. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Aloha, Mr. Hand. <laughs> Good for yeah. him. Was, it, was, was Mr. Hand's name Christopher? <laughs> Uh, I think it was Mr. Okay, Mr. Hand. Okay, so who knows? Yeah. Remember when they decided to do, uh, you probably don't remember this. I, I barely remember that. Wasn't, I'm not allowed to watch it, of course, but uh, they tried to spin that off into a TV series. I did not know that. And then, oh, you, I think you can find that. The, I think you can find the pilot on YouTube. If I'm, I'm just remembering this now in real time. And I think the only actor they got back, I think was probably, I think Mr. Hand, Ray Walston, I think is his name. I think he's the only one who came back. And then the guy who played Spicoli was one of my favorite actors from the 80s who was in a bunch of stuff. You know who he is. You just don't know his name. Dean Cameron. Yeah, I don't know his name. Summer School. Probably know him from Summer School. Okay, I love that movie. Yes, and he was good in that. And he's good in a whole bunch of movies. And uh, I think I think I seem to think they got him for the pilot. Well, this has nothing to do with the, the, the photo of the fence, though. Okay, I like this, though. I love... Photos like this with uh, just the way the depth goes and the way the shadows bleed into the light and um, just everything works works here. I like it. I, I What I like, I like so much about this, first of all, I don't understand why this, this white fence, this particular white fence is not caught on in Germany or Europe at all. Like this, this is a North America thing. Uh, we, we don't see them here and I love them. I, like, I just love the aesthetic of this white fence. Okay. Which is, I mean, you see them everywhere. You see them, you know, in Richmond. You go down to South Richmond. You, you know, in the big, big, you know, farm areas. They're down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a, it's such a pleasing thing. Photographically, it works great. And this reminds me of being there or, or out, um, like down by the dike, down by the South Dike. You know, those, those big estates down there. It's a pretty awesome place to be at this hour. Mm-hmm. You know, or out in what Langley used to be. You know, not now, but back in the old day. Uh, this is kind of what could be out. It would be a great summer evening. Sure. And so that's what that's what I like here. He's got a great great depth, like you say. I like I like where the light is coming from. 
on that fence. Like we're seeing, he's basically short lighting that fence. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which I really, really like. Uh, it's, it's nice and blue. Like it's not over blue. You know, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I'll just ramp it down to like 3,200 Kelvin and, and, and make it, make it blue. This is how it looks. You can see like the street light there has got that little, probably some sort of a sodium burning thing. So it's that yellowy tint in there. And then that is what the shadows look like. Yeah. This coming from the colorblind guy who, who, you know, can't tell red from green, but those greens of the grass have a blue tint to them in my head, in my eyes anyways. Yep. I like it. Like what's going on. Agreed. We should have picked something a little more controversial. Mm-hmm. All Frank, right. Frank Pang. Is there any Frank Pangs around? No, no. Oh, he can do blue hour. Frankie. Yeah. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll come in late, but not going to happen. All right. So next up is J.G. Stites from Oak Island, North Carolina. This is the pier at sunrise. Okay. My only gripe with this one. I'll start. Okay. Uh, I could see the end of the pier, the right end, like the, the ocean end. I wouldn't mind seeing where it ends. Sure. I don't want to guess. I'm not going to Google Oak Island Ocean Crest Pier. I mean, I could. Yeah, I, I agree. I, my, again, that was my only nitpick with this is I really like the colors. I really just love how the the, the water looks. And yeah, just the, the blues are, are fantastic and sort of, you know, where the sand uh, I'm guessing that sand because it looks so mm. smooth meets the water. But mm-hmm. I, the only thing that w- I would have changed was just the perspective. Like it's a little bit too flat to me. So kind mm-hmm. of if this was shot in the same kind of angle as the the previous one, the fence sort of looking down, I mm-hmm. think in, unless there's something there that you're trying to hide, if you look down that pier. So just by moving 50 feet in towards the pier and shooting shooting that way, um, I yeah. think this photo goes from good to, to, to fantastic. No, I'm going to give him, I agree fully with what you just said. I'm going to give him extra credit, though. He does get a bump up for, this is Sunrise Blue Hour. Ooh, wow. That's so, big. JG, you're, you're already, you're better than me. Yeah, that's true. Just, just I agree. for that. I agree with that. He's better than you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't actually recognize that name, so I'm guessing this is, if, if, I, if I missed it, I'm sorry, but this is the, if this is the first time, welcome. I think he accidentally posted this. I think he meant to post it on Markwart's uh, yeah. monthly He's, Instagram. I think he was trying to DM this to Frank Pang. <laughs> oh, man, did not mean to. I mean, speaking of that, speaking of accident, oh, I don't know. I, I, you know I'm not on the Facebook really anymore, right? Right, me either. Like the hosers don't do it and, and whatnot. I was thinking of coming out of reach. Like I still have my account. It's still there. I haven't deleted it. I just, I just don't okay. use it, yeah. Okay, but here's... here's I'm going to treat Facebook for the next month. I, was, I don't know if I'll do this or not, but this is, this is what I'm, I, I imagine for the month of September. Treating my Facebook update thing as if it was my Google search. And so I would just, like, as if I was making a mistake, I was mistakenly trying to search Google, but was instead putting it on Facebook. And then I would just start doing random searches and see, see what kind of response I get. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I understand. Like, I would say, like, you know, just uh, my update would be, how do I get rid of offensive foot odor? <laughs> and then just start getting more and more obscure as the month goes on and just see what sort of result that that gets. I like it. Yes. Is midget tossing illegal in Germany? <laughs> also good. Okay, and then the last one would probably be like, does the Ocean Crest Pier ever end? Oh, yes. Important. Does it just go on? Yeah, forever. Okay, so next one up, JC Russo. Looks like he followed our advice. Yeah, that, that's funny because I didn't actually look ahead to see this. No, me neither. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, we see the end of this. Is Fisher, this is obviously Fisherman's Pier in Belmar, New Jersey. Um. I've never been to, have you ever been to New Jersey? Uh, no, I have not. Me neither. I kind of, it sounds like it would be awesome though. I bet you the Jersey Shore is kind of awesome, except for the guys who, that was the name of the show, right? What was the, what was those, those guys who, the, the goofballs who did the, the reality show? Uh, I don't know. Wasn't there, there was some sort of like an MTV show 
where a bunch of oh the jersey thing jersey shore yeah Jer- is that right jersey shore is it called jersey shore or i think they've got like 10 different versions now and they have different names for them but i think that was the original was jersey shore okay so outside of those uh numb nuts is can i say that on this show i that that's okay right yeah numb nuts is good i think yeah okay yes outside of those people who i've only ever seen on um like in news clips uh I, it sounds like the Jersey Shore would actually be a lot of fun. Okay. So we should go there. We should, man, let's do a road trip. You and me. Okay, Jersey Shore. Leave the kids. Leave the wives. Leave the kids. Yeah, I'll go to Atlantic City. Spr- Springsteen talks about it. It must be good. Right. Anyways, based on this, it looks good. This looks like this looks like it could be on the poster for Jaws. <laughs> sure. I like this, too. Um, my only beef with this is in some of the hashtags. Like, not only too many hashtags for my preference. Some of them, like he's got uh, hashtag IG masterpiece. So mm, maybe overselling it a little bit. Uh, there's another one. Wait that's, a second. Where is that? I'm not this, seeing that. This is in the under all the like the all the hashtags. Yeah, yeah. And then hashtag Skyporn. Okay. Skyporn. Really? Really, JC? Skyporn? Oh. Not not sure about that. Um, so mm, I again like the photo. Um, might might you might be overestimating um the uh the quality of this photo. Good. Um, oh wow, not, that's n- bold. Not sky porn. Not sky porn. Oh, I thought you were going with masterpiece was the sticking point, but it's the sky porn you're going with. <laughs> well, I think that the two of those maybe 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 leave those off next time. But but maybe they get him, you know, likes. Maybe. Maybe 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 three of those sixty three likes are from Skyporn fans. Or in this case, I'm I'm taking my like off. Oh no, I'm keeping mine on. I'm de liking it. Actually, uh, I never I didn't like it in the first place. Yeah, no, I take care of the in, the, the Instagram <laughs> stuff for the show. I know, I know, I do that part. All right, uh, and so yeah, no, I, I didn't read all those yeah. Insta Sky, I, but these might be things. I don't know. I I'm the wrong person to ask. If we can get two additional submissions to next month's just by hashtagging it two hoser sky porn, <laughs> um, I'm not going to, I'm going to say, no, I, I don't want to meet the guy who, who is into two hoser sky porn. That's true. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. I'm not, in, I'm not in the market. Um, what I like about this photo besides seeing the end of the pier is like the, 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 the little foam at the beginning, at the start of the beach there. Very, very dark. Kind of like, like you look how the, the set, the sand is very dark. And blends right into that foam, and then as and then we get the reflection of the the bluest reflection on the the water, which then really blends into like the horizon line. Like mm-hmm. it, it's such a smooth transition that uh, no, I, it reminds me of Skyporn. <laughs> that was Lou Skywalker's original name, by the way. Yeah, Ron Skyporn. <laughs> All right, that's good. Yeah. Good piece of uh, Star Wars trivia that I didn't know. Yeah. All right. Next up uh, is Bob Bernal Jr. Now, ooh, this 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 is a good one. I like this one. Yeah. This is this is great. Uh, Santa Monica Pier, summer nights. Although I'm guessing it's just summer night, probably not plural. If I'm if I'm gonna nitpick, uh, let's go through his hashtags real quick. Those seem landmark pier. Yep. Legit. Yep. I'm okay Blue with hour. all of those. Yeah. All of those uh, are good. The French one, La Nightlife. That one's fine. Okay. <laughs> They're all good. <laughs> okay. I, I like I like this a lot. I like this, the, the framing of it, where the blue sky goes. This looks like a lot of fun. I, I kind of wish I was down there. Yeah, yeah, great, great shot. Is that the moon? See the moon there? Sure. Uh, probably Venus or a dead pixel. I'm not sure. Okay. Top left. Yep. But this is the right time of night when you get that nice orange belt across the horizon up into the blue sky. Uh, have you, you, I mean, you've been, you've been to the Santa Monica pier, I'm guessing. I have. Yeah. And at this, probably at this hour and this is no, kind of what it feels like. We, we went during the daytime, so I haven't been at night, but, uh, I'm oh, going ima- to, I'm going to imagine I was there at this time and this is exactly how it feels. Okay. But you've been to other places in Los Angeles at this time, right? Yes. Obviously. No, you just skip that. <laughs> you just show up, show up in the morning, catch the flight out at five. Right. That's it. Yeah, of course. No, but but be, being at Disneyland at this hour, like there's that kind of feeling in the air of, you know, being when you're down in Los Angeles down there, it, it's kind of like that the, the climate because it's you know pretty warm during the day and and it's starting to cool off, but it's still nice. Your t-shirt, shorts, walking around. This is a pretty nice time to to be down there. 
mm-hmm. at, yeah. at Blue Hour. So I love it. And I love all the like the the the, the lights that he included. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that, nature. That that makes the makes the photo, I think, in this case. All right. So so far it's been six good ones. I think it's just only fair that we are negative about one. So for at Staten Spiker. Yeah. Seriously, what you doing? Yeah, you blew it. Just honest to God, this is not sky porn at all. <laughs> uh, no, I, I disagree. Very good. I, I, like, I like this one. I like it as well. Yeah. So uh, I think this, there's a lot more effort in this one because he actually he actually posted a, a making of pick. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, getting ready for it. So he, he took a, an iPhone photo of his camera on a tripod, getting ready to take this pic. Wow. So and this is not far from my house. I did not even know. I don't, th- I don't think it's far from my house. Uh, oh, no, it is. Never mind, it is. It's way up in, I think it's way up in northern Germany, in Bietigheim. So I'll have to, I'll have to find out where that is because I was like, I thought, wow, how have I not seen this? Why have I not photographed this? Because it's six hours away, uh, but you know who could photograph this? Chris Marquardt. Okay, all right. It's up. It's up. It's honestly, it's up by his house. Okay, Chris, get on it. I'm gonna ask him. Well, the, the whole reason I did. Oh, I didn't even tell you way back when the whole reason uh, Chris Marquardt isn't on the show on episode 400 mm-hmm. is uh, he said he would, but he he's in he's in Ireland right now on a tour, mm. leading a tour. Also, he didn't care. <laughs> Hashtag don't really care. Yeah. So I like what's going on here. I think, I think, you know what I would, I've done with this one just to mess with everybody. I might've flipped this 180. I made the reflection be the sky and just see, see, see what happens. Okay. Cause maybe, maybe I think maybe the reflection is slightly more interesting than the actual thing. Right. That could be me. Yeah. I like, I like the actual thing. Yeah. I like, yeah, forget arch- what I just said. I like archways. Yeah. Oh Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of viaducts, <laughs> so there's that. All right, so that's it. Those are the, the listeners' submissions. Thank you very much. Great job. I wish we could be more negative. It's kind of funnier, but uh, I like them. Okay. Let's get into ours real quick before we end this uh, debacle. Okay. All right. So ha- having a look at your your submission, this is uh, this is your son baseball practice. I'm guessing. Well, last night he he had a he had a um, needed a fix for baseball. We haven't played baseball mm-hmm. for a while because uh, holidays and being away. So he wanted to go out in the evening and and hit some balls. And so we went to the park. And then after sun went down, mosquitoes came out. I I forced him to to do a quick pose for a, a blue hour shot. So this is this is uh, this is what we came up with in the thirty eight seconds. I got a massive mosquito bite on my on the side of my head while we, while we set this shot up and, mm-hmm. uh, that's it. 80, I don't know. Sorry. 50 mil. I want to say around F 2.8, something like that. Uh, standing pretty close range and the end. Well, you got, uh, I'm going to give you extra, extra couple points for the mosquito bite. Yeah. yeah. Cause I hate them. I hate mosquito bites. Me too. Me too. Um, but basically bounce that for five, like daylight, 5,000, uh, Calvin, or maybe just, 5100 something like that and mm. uh yeah just 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 this is a a a simple uh snapshot i mean i guess it's a portrait but it was just a snapshot i did not do anything other than say ah i want it to be around f point uh 2.8 and and then snap the photo and you got some looks like headlights in the background yeah yeah i liked i liked that the car just was was there so i got the headlights there and it makes uh, it put the uh put the the baseball batting cage uh or the whatever you want to call it, the backstop in the background, mm-hmm. and uh, and and that's it. Um, now I wanted, I had grand aspirations of doing <laughs> a blue hour at the lake, but as I spoke earlier, it was a smoky uh, situation, and so blue hour did not look like blue hour. And so right. I did, I did post the one photo of my son at blue hour jumping off of the dock. So this is after sun sun went down completely and balanced the same. Uh, 5,000 light and that that's what it looks like of him jumping into the dock so it is so dark at this point that I, I think I had to sh- that was with the 5d classic the one where he's jumping off the dock I think I had mm-hmm. to put push the camera to ISO 800 and shoot mm-hmm. this at uh, f 1.6 or something in order and to even still you got like a maybe a 180th 
of a oh, second. Oh, not shot not speed. even. I think it was about one. Yeah, one something like one sixty. One like again of slow shutter speed. So this this was the situation. It was so dark, and so that's what blue hour looks like when it's smoky all the time. So I did. I didn't really. It didn't really fl- feel blue hour, which is why I went and shot the one at the park last night. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. That, that's okay. I, I I do find the the one of Jack uh, diving in more interesting for the for oh, the imperfections that we talk about. Yeah, it is absolutely more interesting. It's a better photo, I think. Um, I just I just wanted to have blue hour, so therefore I did the other one. I felt like that wasn't blue hour enough. Very reasonable. Okay. All right. So here's mine. Uh, taken literally the the split second that the 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 sun has dipped below the horizon, like right on the money. Right. So there. So there. I like it. It's a good photo. Thank you. It's uh, this is the the class the five D classic on the with the eighty five mil. Mm-hmm. And uh, took it out in this is in the Mediterranean, or the Ligurian Sea. I don't know what they call it, but uh, the point is this is the Mediterranean, the west coast of Italy. Uh, we were camping near the beach, and so I had my camera on hand a lot. Didn't love taking it down to this particular beach actually because there was a lot of. You know, a couple of days, there's the wind blowing. We'll talk about that next week. But this one, I, t- I took the camera out there right at sunset, had the kids come out, and shot this at around, I think it was an F2.8, which is why the depth of field is so narrow. Mm-hmm. You know, and part of that was, I think there were there were still some people in the background, and I, I kind of wanted them gone. Right. Uh, not from the photo, I just meant from, you know, my life. Right. And so, you know, rather than ask them all to leave, because this beach extended quite far, you know, you know, probably all the way to Sicily, as far as I know. Uh, so it was, you know, quite a ways down, but I knew I could blur it out. And, and again, with the foreground, the foreground kind of melts off. And so they're there, we get a nice blue, bluish background, which I set at, at, at uh, white balance of like 5,000, same mm-hmm. thing for daylight. But right at that last flick of, of just as the sun goes down, it's kind of lighting up some of the clouds on the horizon, which is what causes that yellow light on them, yet a blue light all around them. Mm-hmm. So it's that we always talk about that the mixing the blue and the orange as, as a as a really pleasing effect, which we you know I did moments earlier during Magic Hour when the sun was still up. You know, if I position myself, the sun is off to my right right now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the way the coastline goes down, I'm facing south, but the coastline kind of kicks out and then goes back around. Um, so the sun's, sun's to my right, and normally, like, five minutes earlier, I was out with my back to the sun shooting mid that blue and orange, like the nice kind of blue sky in behind with the orange light. But as soon as this happened, I could shift around and shoot them straight on, and uh, that's the result I got. But the, the key here is do not be afraid to take your camera into the water. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. into the water, above the water. Right. But this is, as you can tell, like I am right at the, at the water's level. Uh, and so my camera strap is around my neck. It's getting wet, but the camera is just millimeters above the, above the water. And that's what provides this kind of angle and really, you can really get in there. So don't be, don't be afraid to do that. Definitely have a camera that you can take out there. I didn't... I wasn't shooting this with my X100 uh, as much. I did take it out, but with the 5D Classic, I, I had no qualms about doing it. Yeah, I and agree. I, I did this all vacation long. Yeah. And so ultimately, again, we'll talk more about that next week, but but ultimately, um, I'm, I'm just to pat myself on, my, on, on the back, I'm, I'm jazzed. I mean, a lot of it's my kids cooperated for half a second at the right, at the right half a second, which they don't, aren't normal to do. Uh, and so, and the fact that they were both in focus and the background was not, et cetera, et cetera, a lot worked out here. So this one's going to go on the wall. Oh, wow. No, at your house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So find a spot. I mean, big, it's going to be big. So okay. but maybe, maybe where you were, you were putting your, uh, your projector wall. I'll put it up there. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, that means monthly challenge for September. We have to issue one for there. And so you had suggested... Yeah. What did you suggest? I suggested short lighting. All right, back to midget tossing. Yeah. Can we say that? Is that bad? Yeah, that's bad. I don't think it is. Okay. 
short lighting. So what do you want to tell people what that means? So they should just Google it or look back or go back and listen to some of our episodes where we talk about short lighting. Any of the above. Google it. Go back and listen. Yeah. Um, I think I think you'll figure it out. Yeah, do it. I agree. We, plus, we kind of mentioned it slightly on one of our challenge photos. Yeah, and they've got a month to do this anyways. And so, yeah. They have a month to not do this. We, we expect at least seven listeners to participate, including Frank Pang. You're calling out Frank? Oh, and his, and his daughter. Yeah, that's two Pangs. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't think of anything clever off the cuff. <laughs> One Pang, two Pang. <laughs> no. All right. I don't know. Great. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a monthly challenge for September. Hashtag Hey Hosers or hashtag Two Hosers Monthly Challenge on Instagram, and we will check that out. Uh, challenge for next week, though. We need one of those. And I thought, hey, here's one in Adam's wheelhouse, but maybe not. Back to school. Okay. No, I mean reshoot the the poster for the Rodney Dangerfield classic. Oh, love that movie. Oh, uh, the obviously the triple indie. I don't think it probably holds up. I haven't seen it in. 15 years but uh very very little holds up adam from from the 80s that's an 80s classic though pick pick a movie that actually holds up uh i i have goodfellas goodfellas holds up that's not the 80s though oh okay you're asking for the eight an 80s for the 80s what's a movie from the 80s i i mean the aforementioned fast times at ridgemont high does hold up okay in my opinion et holds up i haven't seen it in a long, long, probably 20 years. I saw it maybe three years ago, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Okay. It's funny, because while I was on vacation with my wife, I was explaining to her what a Kuahara was. Okay. And, it, and E.T. came up. Like, E.T. made the Kuahara popular. Right. And so, uh, also Reese's Pieces, but... <laughs> and the Speak and Spell. But there's a lot of stuff. Spielberg did a lot in 1982. But uh, the Kuahara was... Po- I had a Kuahara, so... Okay. Anyways. Anyways, next week's challenge is back to school, so we'll take care of that. Uh, websites, Adam, where can people go to find your stuff? Uh, AdamSchwartz.ca. You can find my stuff at AlanAttridge.com or the two of us at TwoHosers.com. You can find all the links, photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. Mm-hmm.